Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 25. I'm your host, Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. In this week's Forest Salon software blogs, we talk about seven ways to help your clients spend more, more often, how to handle salon layoff rumors and avoid a catastrophe, and what types of salon loyalty programs actually add value. And as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. So Zoe, just before we jump into the blogs today, we've actually changed the format of Forest FM a little bit, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, you probably noticed that last week we had an industry expert in and it filled up the entire episode. So the format of the show now, like it's it's a bit based on, on recommendations that we've gotten. But um, so within a month, we usually have what, four episodes, correct? Yeah, so it's usually four episodes all around the blogs. The fourth one at the end of the month yeah. is the monthly roundup. So the most popular blogs of the month. Exactly. And we've been asked for uh, a little bit more interviews and and stuff like that and so there will be two interviews a month and then one that's focused around uh, blogs earlier on in the month and then we'll still have that monthly roundup one around the blogs and what's going on and you know recapping on the interviews that we had that month. Yeah so this week's episode is the blog episode you're not going to hear this every week anymore exactly you're going to hear the blog episode once a month and then the monthly roundup so the most popular blogs and at the end of the month. Exactly yeah and then you'll also have like we said the two interviews a month yeah so wanted to add a little variety and we're always asking you guys who you want to hear on the show so now we're doing it now we're listening or well we've always been listening but now we're actually getting who you want to hear on the show exactly so uh, i suppose if we kick it off uh, this week with um the seven ways to help your clients uh, spend more and more often this is a, an article by uh, simon latinga he's a belief change specialist we we did a lot of collaborations with him in the past and basically this article goes through concrete ways to get your clients back in, you know, and because in theory, it's all good and easy, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know what to do. Simple. It sounds yeah. simple. But what you like, what are the things that you can do actively today? Even if you had to only pick one, you know, what can you implement today? So he goes through a few, actually seven techniques that you can pick from. So he says, prepare the team, first of all. Yep. Because if you want your client's behavior to change, you kind of have to change first. You have to, uh, you know, market your products in a different way, market your services in a different way. You need to you need to make your clients understand the benefits of why they should come to you rather than just a hard sell. You know, that's kind of his idea behind that first point. Yeah. So we've touched off it before, like clients aren't necessarily buying into the company or their brand or buying into the people behind the company, behind exactly. the brand. And that's you and your staff. Yeah. Uh, now, his second point um, he he names it, he says, add a silent sales team. And what he means by this, because I know you're laughing right now. <laughs> so is this someone just sitting in the corner of the salon? <laughs> no. <laughs> so a silent sales team, what he, he means by that is basically um, stickers, flyers, posters, windows displays, newsletter articles, blog posts, pages on your website, videos, uh, behind the scenes, whatever you pick as a marketing channel. Use that. That is a silent sales team because the way that you promote yourself on those pages is what is going to build your relationship with your client and uh, ultimately bring them back in. So it's essentially all your marketing materials and the channels you choose. Exactly, yeah. But again, be careful on that. Don't constant, don't be that annoying guy in the middle of the room shouting, (laughs) bye, bye, bye. No, exactly. It's, It's, you know, 
learning how to market your um, your added value services and added value offers. And then he goes on to point three when he says, uh, make impulse buying easy. And you know... <laughs> this is like throwing your gift cards at the point of sale or yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, like, say throwing for instance... Throwing your gift cards? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know when you're, say, in a shop... So you know when you're at the cash and you've got like all those chocolate bar stands. Yeah, so it's it's any product that's in line of sight and within reach. So basically, I'm at the till, I'm paying for my treatment, and all of a sudden I see a product that takes absolutely no effort for me to go out of my way and pick up. I just point it. Or even it. just ask the question, hey, what's this? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like we say, leave kind of always dress up your products, your retail shelves, make them look presentable and stuff. But your point of sale, this is your key, especially mm. for your your um your treat cards, your gift cards, even the, your small products. So we're not saying yeah. pack out your till area or pack out no. where your computer is. We no. wouldn't even recommend that. <laughs> not at all, no. Um, Maybe one or two products from each mm. neatly presented there. So kind of, it's like I said, it's in the client's line of sight. So it just piques their interest. And like you just said, what's that? straight yeah. away it, it's gone from a question to a sale nearly yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. and that also goes back onto the last point of uh, prepare your team because yeah. if your team understand the products inside out it's not selling it's just going oh well that actually does x y and z mm-hmm. you're, you're yeah. promoting the benefits of the product yeah exactly now point four adding premium versions of your existing services this is a great one this, yeah. is, this is the money maker in any store <laughs> yeah so basically you know if you package uh, or even just create premium version versions of your existing services you're brushing up that little look of that one xyz service and you're branding it in a certain way that people would just be like oh that's new yeah and that looks flashy and i get way more out of this than if i just got that one service there's a couple of simple ways of doing that um like we know if you walk into a shop you're always going to see your budget your medium and your expense i suppose the luxury or the premium mm-hmm. version of a product but you could do this in a simple way of like creating small little hampers basically you're just getting a, a collection of products yeah putting them into a nice little box bit of cling film bit of ribbon i don't know whatever you guys are the artists here you're more creative but um yeah it's just repackaging yeah things and, and throwing a new price tag on it Exactly, yeah. And sun salons might actually find uh, this tactic really helpful for for people who have a hard time selling retail or are uncomfortable kind of selling retail. Um, So I was chatting with Neelam Holmes Patel uh, when I was writing the retail ebook at the time. And she was saying, you know, mixing a service and a product gives an added value. But it's also, you know, that the it's it's also easier to sell a benefit of a service, but then that person also has an aftercare product. Yeah. So you're selling retail at the same time, but you're also giving extra value to your service, you know? You could even package these as your aftercare packages. Yeah. So you think yeah. about it, someone's going in, they've spent so much money on a hair treatment. Now they want to be able to maintain that to keep promoting that mm. you did it after a service. So by creating these little um aftercare packages their friends their family are always going to keep asking them where they got their hair done because they're going to have that fresh fresh look now i say hair but this comes across all services and treatments yeah provide 
the afters. Exactly, yeah. Exactly like Andy Bounds was saying at the summit this year, yeah. Oh, the is afters. it really? Yeah, no, I don't, don't, know, where, <laughs> don't know where I came across that. <laughs> uh, tip number five, introduce new non-competing uh, services. So if someone has been buying the same shampoo and conditioner, for instance, from you for ages, and you're trying to sell them this other product, that's going to replace that. Yeah. It's not going to work. Don't it's replace like, it, compliment yeah. it. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly his point, yeah. yeah. So he says the important thing to remember here is that if you want someone to buy something totally new, you have to sell it in a different way, and it is totally true, you know. So try and understand what your clients already have, try and understand their concerns, and then go and compliment what they need to get a better result. Yeah, so I think the example you have here is if they're buying a brand of shampoo, don't don't try and promote the more expensive branded shampoo. Promote the conditioner to go with that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to buy the shampoo anyway. Why yeah. replace it? Don't complement it with another product now. Yeah, and another way to, to help people actually cop on to that is by using product samples. I get caught. I love those sample things. I get caught for it every time. Mm. I buy my... Uh, so do I. <laughs> I, buy, I buy my protein online. There's always... For years, there was one particular brand I got. So I moved to my uh, different protein supplier mm-hmm. and they started giving me free samples. Now, I've gone from buying the same product protein for the last... Well, it must have been about three years. Now every month I'm buying a new product based on the sample that I got free with yeah, the last because, product. Because it's a nice introduction and it's not costing you, I don't know, 50, 60 quid yeah. for something that you don't really know how well is going to react with you. Yeah. So it's low commitment for the client, but then it's also a nice introduction at the same time. So if it works, then yeah, you'll be you'll be more than happy to spend that amount of money. Yeah, on the the full product, you know. Now I will say it. The free sample only works because even though I've never met these guys, it's all online. <laughs> they actually understand me as a client, so they'll only yeah. give me samples to stuff that I regularly buy anyway to try out different things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like again, if you're going to hand out samples, make sure it's re- relevant to the treatment or the service yes. you've just yeah, given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relevant to the client's concerns or needs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Point number six, if we move on now, uh, create price time menus. This is a concept that he says basically um, that some salons create versions of services that are deliverable in, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, right? And you create a menu of these treatments that clients pick, you know, clients can pick three and it's an X amount of price. And then um, basically what he says is that it has this attraction and it gains, you know, client's interest because people love having choice and love being in control so by having an option of what they can pick three treatments that they can pick and it covers an hour you know you're set so you're saying it's nearly it's nearly a, a minute per currency sort of thing is it like he says a call call per minute menu but uh he calls it price per minute menu sorry yeah, yeah. um but uh you can price it at whatever rate you want obviously you know oh, okay so it's basically it's, the it's a la carte creating, it's going yeah, for it's an kind a of like creating yeah. like a menu of different services that are all deliverable in 20 minutes yeah. so you're you're booking an hour slot that's actually but a really the client good idea can actually pick three of what he prefers so your clients are coming prefers. in picking your starters mains and desserts kind of and they're getting yeah. it all done in an hour Exactly. Yeah. That's so a genius I mean, move, yeah. it's it it's may it may not be suitable for you, but I mean, some businesses are doing it, and it seems to be working. So it is something that you could consider if you are looking for some new ways to uh, to market your services. Yeah, I really like that idea. I'm going to be pushing that more. <laughs> <laughs> and his last point is basically creating improved result packages. Um, so that's the, the the aftercare regime that we were talking about. So you know, having product packages together that 
can help you uh, go back home and get better long-lasting results. Cool. So that concludes that blog anyway, and then we'll move on to, so this is another guest article. It is, yes. Uh, this was written by Valerie Delforge. She's a founder and CEO at Delforge & Co. She's been in the, industri- the beauty industry for 25 years. She's been managing teams, uh, HR. And now she's salon consultancy. Yes, exactly. Um, so she talks in this blog about how to handle layoff rumors and, you know, avoid a panic within your staff. Um now, bear with me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a touchy subject. We have had uh, comments on Facebook around this blog saying that they don't agree whatsoever with the advice given in the article. And that's fine. And that's fair enough because, you know what, there's so many different managing, managing styles that one, you know, one um, salon consultant's opinion is an opinion after yeah. all. It's what worked for her in her uh, career and if it doesn't work for you and if you don't agree with that that's totally fine and you perhaps have a different managing style and that's okay like we we say this in pretty much every episode we're talking to a broad audience there so Mm -hmm. we we can't say like we understand best practices and stuff like those but at the end of the day it's just us giving advice yeah um and if you have more advice yeah like feel free to you know exactly like we give you advice you give us advice back and forth but it always it comes back to you assessing your staff your clients your business Mm -hmm. and will this work for you will this slot in is it something i can do or maybe just modify what we're saying tailor it so yeah exactly don't take this for a given this is again this is what's worked for valerie del forge over 25 years yeah it might not work for you and that's okay take the info tweak it Exactly. So if we just go through a little things here, like I gave her a scenario being like layoff rumors have been going around in the salon for like weeks now. Right. Yep. The employees that you manage, they, they know you've had several meetings to discuss different options and uh, you had even a meeting yesterday. Uh, during that meeting, you decided that you were going to lay off two or three employees in the following week. Um, and somehow the information got out. Yep. Uh, so an employee comes into your office and says, hey, I know you guys been talking about layoffs. I'm really worried. I can't afford to lose my job. Do you know what's going to happen? You know? Yeah. So it is. It's an emotional thing. Like it is. <laughs> rumors of layoffs. Where do you stand? Like, yeah, because it like it affects people, not only jobs, but it affects their personal, personal life. life. What you if know? I'm moving house or I'm deciding now to go and buy a car or something like that? Mm-hmm. I, I need I need to know security. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's, I could go through the whole thing, right? But uh, I think it's really interesting if you read it all. But what I will say is that be mindful because whatever you say to that person, if that person comes into your office, mm-hmm. it's going to have impacts after. So that person's going to go back to your team. And you know what? The chances are that that person's going to chat away to your team. So you need to make sure that you're not going to say something that's going to create a negative atmosphere within your team afterwards. You need to not take unnecessary risks of things that could backfire on you or affect, uh, deeply affect other people on your team because then, then again, you're going back to a negative atmosphere and you're putting your salon at risk. So it's all about being very mindful of, you know, your situation in your salon, what kind of policies you have, and um, being careful of what you say at the time and by all means have meetings with your team yeah you know yeah I mean like we don't want to really do too much of a summary of this blog because like you said I think it's 
best if you read this mm-hmm. and take it take your own salon into account. But there are simple things of like you know common sense. I suppose. Yes, yeah, I mean yeah. like t- t- take a step back. Don't I suppose don't say something for the sake of. All right, a classic example. Zoe, you come up to me and go, what is the story are we going to be laid off? I would be inclined to turn around and go, Zoe, don't worry about it. Things are okay. But that's me saying one thing to you. Mm-hmm. And that's how the rumours start. So take a step back and I suppose maybe, listen, I can't address it at this situation. At this time. At we'll this time. We'll have meetings all across board next week of one-to-ones. For, you know, depending yeah. on how you manage your team, again, you know, it's it's very on a emotions are going case. to be high, and people can take what you say, and that can be turned into ten different meanings. Yeah, yeah. So you're best off take a step back, think about it, and address each member of staff individually when you have thought of mm. what you're going to say and do. But by all means, like I strongly recommend you read this article, and if you have uh, different experiences, if you if, if even if you've uh, experienced this in your salon, managing your salon. Uh, We'd love to hear how you handled the situation. We'd love to, you know, have to open a discussion on this because it is a touchy, it is a touchy subject. Yeah. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What are your procedures? Let us know. Yeah. (laughs) We'd love to know. We'd love to hear uh, you on this. So, and I mean, if you're willing to even be on the show to talk about it, you know, by all means, get in touch with us. Even better again. Mm. So moving on to a little lighter subject, I suppose. <laughs> and this is the final blog, yeah. Yes. Uh, so what types of salon loyalty pro- programs actually add value? Now, this is, you know, we go through the, the typical coffee shop example. Yeah. yeah. Buy nine coffees, get your tent one free. Mm. And again, we always say it, it doesn't work for salon owners. You like Again, if, if you want to go ahead and do that, if you think that works for you, that's fine. But... We we've looked at the stats and you just you you it's like discounting your services. It's just why would you do that? Like yeah, because that person you're losing out every time. Yeah, like if I had I don't know if I went to get my brows shaped ten times, I'll be willing to pay for that tenth time mm. because I get it every month anyways. You don't need to incentivize me to get something that I'm already getting. Try and get me to to try something new. You know, maybe I want to try a facial. Maybe I want to try, you know, anything else that you can offer and that I just never really had the opportunity to try before and never even thought of. But if you're offering me that as a reward for coming in nine times for that that one service, then I'll take you upon and I'll try it. And, you know, chances are that I'll enjoy and book it again next time on top of booking for my brows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so this comes back to the first blog that we were talking about, the seven ways to get clients coming in more, yeah. spending more. It's... um. You're giving out now. Then we talked about samples, um, and we said the samples have to relate to a product I'm already buying. Mm. But with this, the, a loyalty system is getting clients to try new products and services to see if if they book those down yeah. the line. And that's how the, the the treat card that we have in Forest works. Yeah. Uh, and you've been on the, the, the grow team floor for for the past two weeks now, so you've probably heard loads about it. I've been mingling with my team. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like basically the way the treat cards is, is talked about is you're given free treats. And I worked in a barber's there a couple of weeks ago and I was talking about the treat cards and said, mm-hmm. oh, no, it doesn't work for us because it's giving free products away. And within about two minutes, I had their main uh, mind changed. Not. Like I wasn't trying to sell it or anything. Basically, what it is is it says you're giving away free treats, 
But look at it, all right? You're rewarding a point for every euro or for every pound dollar spent. So in the long run, that free treat you've given has actually paid for itself six times over. Because with the way the points work, it's like um, something like 12 times the surface price or for a product it's six times the product's price mm-hmm. so you're not losing at all you've actually earned money by giving that product out because yeah. they've paid for it six times over through their treat points yeah so it is like it is things that we have considered when we created the treat card and we have looked at this uh, many many times before you know pushing it out and uh, people who use it our, our clients who are using it correct me if i'm wrong but it's working really well for them you know? Oh, I mean, of course, yeah. Like, my week working down there with Grow this week, um, I was trying to get some good examples, good and bad examples, mm-hmm. of each section of the department. And they were saying, Frank Deluso, he's been using the product for a couple of years, and he said it's earned him an additional 35000 35000 that's more than someone's average salary. Like. <laughs> yeah, in a year, and you've yeah. Just, you've just earned that using tree cards, just by offering a few products and services that have cost you nothing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a great return on investment when you think yeah. about it. So it's a fantastic return on investment. So A, the short-term goal is it generates new clients. How? Because it's brand awareness. So a new client comes in. I'm a brand new client. Mm. We know it costs us five times as much to retain a new, or to get a new client mm-hmm. than it does to retain, right? So Zoe, you're a salon owner. I go into yours for the very first time. As I'm leaving, you give me a treat card and you go, oh, now every time you come in, I'll give you three points. I go, all right, so... Um, Six weeks down the line, I need to get my hair done again. And I'm going, hmm, where do I go? Pull out my keys to unlock my house door. I see your tag. Go, ah, may as well just book online there or something like that. Or yeah. whatever, pop in. Um, as I'm getting that treatment, I'm obviously going to scan my card. I mean, like, think <laughs> of Tesco. Think of Super Value. All those places. They yeah. all have the points cards. You're always going to scan it because it costs you nothing. But in the long run, you're going to earn something. Then we've got the long-term goal. Um have your clients start purchasing treatments that they've received as, an, uh, as a reward. So I've given you a free product or service. You liked it. You're now going to come by and come back and pay for it yeah, in the like full the price. Yeah, like the example of the brow and facial that I was given earlier, yeah. So, yeah, your short term is it generates new clients and it's brand awareness. Uh, I've got a, on my keys, friend see it goes, what's that? I go, that's Zoe Salon. <laughs> uh, the long term goal is every, for every product or service I've received free, if I like it, I'm going to come back and pay for it in full. Like I said, if you have a loyalty system in in um, in your salon at the moment, I'd strongly recommend you looking at, you know, the back end of it, looking at yeah. if it's actually making you money if you're or if you're losing money through it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I suppose just be aware of what you're giving out. Yeah. Be conscious. And like, if you're still not a hundred percent sure on creating a loyalty scheme. We have business development guys here in Grow mm. and like their their whole role is to talk to you and assess how your salon is run to see yeah. if this would fit in. I mean, like you might think it'll fit in. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Talk to one of our business developers. Say you want to talk about a uh, loyalty system. You're thinking of setting one up. What's the best practice? What's the best route? Yeah. And how do you work out how to reward? Yeah. So exactly. give them a call. So that sums it up for our blogs this week. And uh, in terms of Forest Academy webinars, what do we have on schedule? Okay, so we have one for clients. Well, it's pretty much for everyone, but I recommend this one for clients because we actually talk about the forest system. So this is on today at 3 p.m. Uh, basically, what we're going to go through there is 
why activate your online bookings widget? Mm -hmm. So we talk about taking bookings online, on social, and on the go. Yeah. Uh, you're leaving your salon open for three different avenues along with walk-ins and phone calls to get your bookings. So how to activate that widget, why use it, and then how to market it and how to get your clients using the online bookings. And that's a very good webinar to jump on board because we've seen massive success with the online bookings recently. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> um, I wasn't going to say it, but I, I think this just summarizes online bookings. We actually had a woman send us a message saying, when one of our staff's clients is made to book online because she's a continual no-shower and everyone knows the pain of yeah. a client who books online and doesn't show up, you've just lost revenue, you've lost a seat there. Um, so they made her start booking online because she constantly cancels. Yeah. And then she went and posted a photo of her brows being done by another client. And then the salon owner turns around and goes, well, sorry, but it's just now cost you double. Because yeah. you can actually charge for no-shows using the online booking system. Exactly. Because we have a credit card system in place where a deposit has to be taken to hold those card details. And the benefit of those card details being held for you is you can charge no-shows. And you are completely entitled. It's in your rights with terms and conditions and everything. So you will be backed up on that as well. Yeah, so that was a that was a funny one, I suppose, that made us all uh, giggle. It little. did, yeah, because yeah. like... It, it, like it is a pain point it is no and it shows. is a huge one so the fact that you're not being left out of pocket anymore you can and you are in your rights to charge for those no mm. shows so that's why online booking is very important there so hop on board that webinar it's today 3pm uh, UK Ireland time 10am Eastern US time so New York kind of area uh, and then we have the um, Salon Facebook webinar on May 22nd next week yeah exactly that goes on every month uh, how to you know create a likes campaign how to boost your post how to understand your insights on Facebook all that kind of thing uh, that's led by Chris Brennan our content manager in Forest and that again is at 3pm UK Ireland 10am US Eastern Time on May 22nd and you can register for those to Forest Salon Software's Facebook page mm -hmm. go to events and click the purchase or request tickets. Get tickets, yeah. Get tickets. Like it's free. It's just a link you have to click to register to attend. Exactly. So I suppose uh, we'll leave you on that today. Uh, have a great week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best.